1: So open the eyes of my heart. I want to see. You. Yes, I want to see you. Mm. So open the. So oh. Sing holy, holy 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 Jesus holy 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 I, I want, want to see yes, that's what we want Jesus I want to see I want to see you Jesus I want to see I wanna see you, Jesus. I want. I want to see you. Just because you are awesome, I wanna see you. I want to see you. You faithful, Jesus. I wanna see you, Lord. I want to see you. To see you higher. To see you higher. Holy, holy Jesus, holy holy holy, I want to
0: see you. Hallelujah. Can we just lift our hands tonight and just worship God in the sanctuary? Worship him wherever we are at home in the auditorium. Just lift our hands up and lift our hearts up to him. Crying and saying, Lord, open the eyes of our hearts. We want to see you. We want to encounter you. We want to experience you. It's the reason we've come to the altar, that we might encounter and experience you. We just worship you, O God. Be exalted, Father. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. And good evening. Good evening, everyone. It's really good to see you. I'm very excited that we've made it to day 18 of the Pursuit of God conference. I'm sure someone is really excited. Hallelujah. We are coming to the altar to seek the face of of God, and as we've reflected over the last 17 days, I think we've been thinking about who God is to us, and we've heard many amazing reflections about God being the God of love, the God of knowledge, the God that sees, the God of grace, the God of peace. And what's been really fascinating for me is how we all have different experiences and perspectives of God that if we ask each and every one of us to say something about who God is to us, we'll have our own unique perspective and as we kind of reflect on the goodness of God and who he is, I I want to talk about who he is to me and for me really God is faithful and it's the faithfulness of God I want to reflect on today to say that he is faithful to his promises, faithful to his people, faithful to his word and faithful to the church. And when I was preparing for this, I looked up the definition of being faithful of, of faithfulness. And to be faithful is to be true to one's words, true to one's promises and vows, to be reliable trusted and believed can you imagine that the god of the ends of the earth is faithful to me and to you and that is word that we can take to the bank let's read very quickly from hebrews 11:11 11, 11. hebrews 11:11 11, 11, i'll read in the niv version and by faith even sarah who was past childbearing age was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. That same promise I'm just talking about, in Sarah's case, she considered him faithful. And in a challenging time in her life, the faithfulness of God came through. And we know the story of Abraham and Sarah and how they waited and how they trusted God, even if they, they had strong faith. And they just had to lean onto that big character and quality of God being his faithfulness. Hebrews ten twenty three. Uh, says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And there's so many places and, uh, and portions of the Bible where uh, God reflects on himself being faithful, meaning if he has said something, he will bring it to pass and he will be faithful to you and faithful to me in, in Jesus' name. And I've got one more Uh, scripture to read as we we open up and try to understand this this quality of God in being faithful. And that's from Philippians 1, 6 in the Amplified Version. So that's Paul speaking. He says, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. Now Philippians one six is a is a poignant verse for me, uh, very important scripture for me. Uh, partly because a few years ago, you know, uh, I was it was I was in a challenging place. It was a challenging situation. I was having to go through and work through. As I was just thinking about what the options were, what the next steps were, just praying and being very uh, just looking up to God. Really, I had a conversation with my mom who. Um, who was a person of faith. Uh, She's passed now, uh, bless her. But I had a conversation with my mom and she read this scripture to me to say, he that began a good work in you, he's been faithful all these years. He won't stop being faithful now. And I've always uh, looked at that scripture differently because the fact that God has been faithful means that he will continue to be faithful to me. You know, a a few years ago a few months ago, there was this 10-year challenge. I'm sure many of us are familiar with the 10-year challenge on social media. You show your picture from uh, 10 years ago uh, beside a picture of of where you are now. And and many of us, if we look back 10 years, just the way we looked, uh, many of us were skinnier. Um, You know, we we were just in a different place in our lives. And many of us, as we think about that 10-year journey, the things that God has taken us through, the miracles that he has brought to bear in our lives, the way he's taking our purpose forward, many of us will say, like myself, God is faithful. And I think that the faithfulness of God should change the way we speak. That's the first point to raise. Our understanding of his faithfulness, the way he's seen us through, it should change the way we speak. So this morning I was uh, driving to... uh, my dealership because there was uh, just something small I needed to fix in the car, and I was listening to a podcast by Nikki Gumbel, who many of us know. He used to lead HTB for a long time. His guest on that podcast was Governor B, uh, a, a Christian rapper that, that, that many of us know as well, and Governor B told a story of how when he was growing up uh, on a council estate, very challenging uh, background and, and, and situation in which he was growing up. And, and making his way through uh, that whole uh, place and, and trying to, to, to be different in a very challenging environment. Anyway, he went to school one day, was being naughty in class. He was very young at the time, being naughty in class. And then he was um, told to leave the class and to go see the head teacher because he was being very difficult. And he thought that the head teacher was going to give him a telling off that she was just going to say, you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you being so naughty? And all of that. And he said that she said to him, do you know that you have a gift with words? Do you know that you speak very well? And do you know what will happen if you focus your gift a lot better? And in his words, the conversation he had with that woman changed his life forever because for the first time, someone spoke positively to him and someone saw the potential that he carried. Our words carry power And if we understand the faithfulness of God and the journey he's taking us through, we should not take our words lightly. We all know the Bible says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Ephesians 4.29 says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. So our understanding of the faithfulness of God must change the way we speak to others. It must change the way we speak to ourselves. There's so much in the Bible, so many promises about what God says about you and what God says about me. The Bible says that you shall be the head and not the tail. The Bible says, you know, for, we're, we're going through this whole economic situation and, you know, cost of living crisis and all of that. But then if we go into the Bible, the Bible says something like, it says, the psalmist says, I've been young, now I'm old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed. Begging bread. A scripture that all of us know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Our understanding of the faithfulness of God must change the way we speak. Going through a difficult situation, we must be able to say that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Being afraid of sickness or death, we must be able to say the number of my days I will fulfill because it's in the Bible. Having been challenged with children that when we're not sure if they're going to follow the Lord, we should be able to say as it is in the Bible, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And when we are trying to go into a new season, you know, some people are, are in a place where they feel stagnated. The Bible says, behold, I will do a new thing. We've said it in this church many times. He say, will you not know it? I will even make streams in the wilderness and parts in the desert. It's in the word of God hallelujah. It should change the way we speak to God because he is faithful. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted on every side just as we are, yet he did not sin. So it must change the way that we speak to God because we know that he empathizes. He knows who we are. He knows where we're coming from. He knows the challenges. He knows the struggles. So when we go to the place of prayer because of his faithfulness, we pray in faith. It changes the way we speak. Amen. It should change the way we listen. The story of Samuel. Samuel will hear a voice in the night samuel samuel and he'd run and go and meet eli eli did you call me eli says no i didn't call you two times three times eli said oh i think i'm picking up what's going on next time you hear the voice say speak lord your servant is listening does that sound like us in our generation we're so busy our phones are a close companion always looking at something sending an email on facebook sending text messages on social media like Samuel I think God is saying to someone tonight be in that place of meditation where because we know he is faithful we say speak lord your servant is listening can you imagine the creator of the ends of the earth the one that has all the solutions he's around but we're just not listening we're just not listening if the person that has the solution to the challenges and the 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 debates and the dilemmas you have in your heart is sitting around the corner. He's somewhere. All he's saying is, would you listen? And finally, our understanding of his faithfulness, should changed the way we worship. In this pursuit of God, it's all about spending time in the presence of God and worshiping. I'm reminded of the story of, of Hannah. When Hannah was looking for a child, she went, she was kind of worshipping and praying. And Eli couldn't figure it out. He was like, is she drunk? I I can't really hear her. Her approach is slightly different. She's like, no, I'm not drunk. I just understand the faithfulness of God. So I'm seeking him in a slightly different way. I'm taking this thing seriously. Peter and John were going to the temple. This guy was, you know, a leper. He wasn't really walking. And he, he asked them for money. They're like, You don't really understand. We carry a lot of power. We don't have money, but what we have we'll give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the guy was leaping and jumping and praising God. His understanding of the faithfulness of God, it changed the way that he approached worship. It changed the way that he came before the presence of God. Amen. So my question to you is, does your worship reflect the faithfulness of God? If you look back and you can say, if not for the Lord who was on my side, what will I say? Does your worship reflect your understanding of God? Many of us have what I call the moving on syndrome. As soon as God does it, we're off to the next and to the next and to the next and to the next. But our worship must be reflective of our understanding of the faithfulness of God. I know there's so many songs that we sing that speak to this very fact. The one I was talking about when I talked about my mom is the old song that says, you know, he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. There's a song by Chandler Moore. He says, you're a man of your word. I listen to it all the time. You're a man of your word. And one by CC Winans. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. So let our understanding of the faithfulness of God change the way we speak. Let it change the way we listen. And let it change the way we worship. God bless you.
1: Is your name? Your name is strength. Your name is power. A strong town makes me. Your name is strength Your name is power